Greetings, Traveler, and welcome to Here for the Rolls. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Jake. Just a quick disclaimer for this episode, you'll notice that Franny's audio comes through at a lower quality than everyone else's, but don't worry, it was a technical difficulty that we have since solved and her voice will be back to normal for the next episode. So just bear with us for now. You've since met the characters, and now it's time to introduce you to the world of Salia. Here's a bit of background to get us started. Eleven years ago, a bloody conflict between humans and orcs ended, the humans victorious. Unfortunately, this war this was a war that stemmed from discrimination and even racism. Orcs grew tired of being Salia's low-paid working class and rebelled. While it was a well-organized rebellion, the Salian militant proved too unstoppable a military force, and the orc forces perished against the impenetrable walls of the human fortress island, Bastion Hold. Some orcs still live, but they have been confined back to their life of underpaid labor and little civil rights. Most of them reside in the farm and mill town Lumbercross, which is where Lil Brisket comes from. Salia is a militocracy, a government where the military leaders run the nation under martial law using the human army, the Salian militant. There are three main leaders in the Salian militant who call the shots for pretty much the entire country. Those people are the Lord Commander, the High Commander, and the Arch Commander. Don't worry. As you get to meet them, it won't be so hard to remember. Most all of Salia and all its races worship Erethus, the goddess of civilization and invention. The exception to the rule are the endangered dragonborn who worship Kord, god of strength and storms, and are currently dying out because a terrible illness called the dragon flu on the twin isles of Kord. That's where Mum comes from. Also, both gods are physically present in this world and reside in their temples, only leaving in the case that some massively important event requires their attention. Salia is in a time of industrial and scientific revolution. Technology is advancing quicker than it ever has thanks to the gnomes of Westport, who are technological geniuses. They have recently developed a prototype power generator said to produce enough planar energy to bring unprecedented light, heat, and overall power for the entire city of Westport, which is also the largest city in Salia. The economy of Salia is largely dependent on the mining of platinum. Platinum coins in different shapes and sizes comprise the currency here. Because of this, the McTormand family, dwarves who own the platinum mines in the mountain town of Northreach, are the wealthiest family in the land and work very closely with the Salian militant. And that is where our story begins. A clan of Underdark Drow, the Norxador clan, have risen from beneath the mines to claim them for their own. In their attack on the mines in the town of Northreach, many dwarves were killed, including almost half of the McTormand family. The Salian militant have managed to secure the town of Northreach, but the mines are still under drow control. Four adventurers have taken the call, of course for different reasons, to help the Salian militant reclaim the mines, including the McTormand family's strongest warrior, their daughter Franny. Uh, let's check in with our with our players. We got... Uh, Franny McTormand over here, played by Tianka. Hello. Uh, we've got uh, we've got Lil Brisket, played by Trent. Shit, you already know. <laughs> we've got Madison Ulysses Meshran, played by Nate. How's it going? And of course, we have Elizabeth Dimitru, played by Jake. I probably know someone that can do it better. Uh, please, Dimitru. <laughs> That's the first and last time I would ever like you to say that. <laughs> Elizabeth Dimitri, it please, It will not Dimitri. be the last time. <laughs> All right, you guys ready to play some D&D? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I brought my dice. All right, so 
We see an aerial camera view soaring over a massive forest of tall green trees. The camera pulls up at the end to a huge range of snowy, rocky mountains. It quickly zooms forward to a medium-sized settlement near the top of the mountains, the mining town of Northreach. A dwarven mining town split squarely into four districts. Cold winds blow through the bleak, mostly empty streets. What citizens remain alive try to keep warm in their homes. The only hustle and bustle comes from the military district where soldiers meander about, doing their jobs and managing the ongoing siege. Cyan and gold soldier tents are peppered around the streets, the uniform colors of the salient militant. Through the smoke pouring out of the chimneys, the golden light of the setting sun cuts through to a strategic outpost at the northernmost part of town, near the winding path that leads up to the entrance to the mines. Here, Lance Commander Zarius is perched over a large map table deep in thought and moving strategic chess-like pieces around to different spots. We hear one of his lieutenants call to him. Lance Commander Zarius, sir! The McTorman girl has arrived! Great, send her in. Then the two lieutenants, armed in cyan and gold armor and, a long, and long lances, approach Zarius, escorting a young dwarf woman with red hair and a kind, gentle, freckled face. Despite her soft features, she stands on a pair of powerful, muscular tree trunk legs and her arms are cut and toned. The lieutenants head back to their post. You must be Franny. It's good to meet you. I have the utmost respect for the McTormand family. We're doing everything we can to reclaim your home. So, again, thank you. Oh, thank you. I, I you know, I, I just want to get my home back, and it's nice to have people who want to help, too. Yeah, yeah, you know, we're, we're working on it. Day and night, we're working on it. I don't sleep out here. Uh, well, I mean, I, I am a big proponent of sleep. I think that you should probably catch a few Zs. I, I can, if you need somebody to watch over, I can do anything you need. What's the plan here? Yeah, well, the plan is this, okay? You're going to get to know me a little, about, a little bit about me first. I love to get to know people. What's your favorite my name is, color? My favorite color is cyan and gold. Oh. The colors of the salient militant. Yeah. Yeah, two of them. Okay? Okay? I, no, that, no I'm, I'm not mad about it. I'm Lance Commander Zarius. Lance Commander meaning, of course, the highest ranking infantry soldier in the salient militant field. And I'm going to tell you right now, I do three things on a regular basis. Eat, shit, and have sex with my wife. And then the fourth one is win wars. And we're here to do all four today. I started with three and you ended with four, but yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've already done two of those this morning. You can decide which ones they are. Okay. You know what? I'd rather not have a visual, but thank you for letting me get to know you a little bit better. Anytime. All right. Why don't you come over here and I'll show you the strategy. Okay. Sounds good. And at that moment, we hear the lieutenants chime in again. Sir, the next one has arrived. Uh, the girl from Eastport. Don't ask. Just bring her. Yes, sir. They bring forth an, another young woman who uh, will we'll let uh, Jake describe how this woman looks. It's difficult to describe her because she's perfect. Um, <laughs> maybe it's not difficult. There's three different ways. I've, I, well, there's two ways. Um, one way is she looks like a combination of like a Valley Girl version of Abby Plaza. But we realized later on that uh, she pretty much just is Billie Eilish. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair. Yeah. So, there, yeah, so she's Billie Eilish. So what she wear? Like, tell us what she's wearing. Tell us what she's... 
Oh yes, her specific <clears throat> physical features. Uh, she has brown long hair, and um, she has green eyes, and she's about five five, super skinny, nice and toned. Um, she, <laughs> and she is. She's never weighed more than one fifteen. I have powerful thighs. Did you say Great. she's That's con- congratulations. <laughs> never more than one fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Um, and she is wearing this long cloak with like a really really nice cape that's gold embroidered and it's like um got her initials embroidered in on the end of it and um and has her ranking status just right across her heart it's it's really really sweet and frankly it doesn't have a single piece of dirt or mud on it and no one is no one knows why she just she's so good at keeping herself clean beautiful she's so fresh so clean oh she is so Zarius, uh, as the guards bring um, Elizabeth forward toward uh, he and Franny, uh, they both look up and Zarius looks at you. Mr. Mitru, I presume. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. Yeah, can you take me to who's in charge, please? I, well, I'm in charge. Oh, great. So I'm supposed to kill some things for you. Where are, you, where are they at? They're in the mine. Okay, let's go. Listen, there's, there's some planning that needs to be done, all right? And I just, I wanted to say, you know, your father is a great man. Yeah, I know. Everybody tells me that. I respect him. I want to be him. That's a little He is creepy. a beautiful man. And he is uh, an invaluable asset too, to the Salian military. That is a little far. Um, okay, great. Okay. Cool. Yep. We are glad you're here. Yep. We're going to get this done. Yep. Now, yep. Let me, let me tell you both the plan. And he brings you over to the strategy table. But at that moment, uh, the lieutenants come back to interrupt again. Uh, This time, escorting a tall, fearsome-looking dragonborn wearing... Well, he's wearing some pretty good medium armor. Okay, okay. It's a leather. Nice leather armor. Not studded, but it's some nice... uh, You can see his chiseled arms. Uh, Tell me the color palette here. What's your palette? Well, first of all, I have to talk about his... Glorious scales. So his scales are a golden blue, but not gold and blue. It's golden blue. That makes no sense. Well, if you think about it, it does. Well, neither does rose gold, but that exists. Thank true. you. True. I guess that's true. Uh, yeah. He uh, he's coming out. He has his spear, his mace on his back. He's he looks like he's ready for battle. Like he's ready to fuck people up. Oh. Yeah. Beautiful. And he has just a perfect mut- like angular jaw. Ooh, that jaw can cut even this dwarves pl- like platinum it is yeah he's absolutely he sexy is, but then sexy he, as but fuck. then uh when he opens his mouth we hear oh hi guys <laughs> it's not proportionate uh, elizabeth is giving him like a look over but then like immediately gags when she hears his voice <laughs> gags ouch Zarius, <laughs> Zarius uh raises his hand over to you hail dragonborn you traveled all the way from the twin isles of cord to help the militant and for that, we thank you. I hear a rumor that a terrible sickness is ravaging your land. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a very sad thing that's happening. Um, Everyone that I know has the dragon flu. But not you. <sighs> no, not me. How, how did you resist it? I can't breathe through my nose. Um, and we found out through little medical means that we have uh, that it attacks the sinuses. And oh my so it's god! Like, it's just completely clogged. It's been oh that my. way since I could remember. So, it sounds to me like it was destiny. It sounds to me like your weird shit voice 
is the only reason you're alive. I'm going to take that as a compliment. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, thank you. I, that's what I took it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. Well, we're glad you're here. You look like uh, you look like you can hold your own in, in a fight. Yeah, but don't give me dairy because of uh, IBS, so. Oh, that sucks, man. I can relate. I can, God damn it, can I relate? You're very large. Hi, who are you? I'm Franny. I'm the tallest dwarf here, but uh, but you're definitely a lot taller than I am. Yeah, I, I think I'm. Uh, I think last time I got measured was six two. So I'm yeah. five one and three quarters. Oh, high five. Six, I can't six. raise your hand. Two fifty. No one eh, asked you. Eh, eh. And I'm just jumping, trying to give you a high five. I, I lower down to high five her. Oh. I'm Commander Zarius. Oh, hi. Who are you? I'm in charge around here. Oh, 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 yes, sir. Yes. Sir. I listen. I need to tell you. I do three things on a daily basis, Dragonborn. He does four. Can I guess? Don't get in my way. Okay. All right. I eat. I shit. And I have sex with my wife. And I win wars. See, it's four. You hear me? We're gonna win this war. I love your enthusiasm. Those drow are done. They're going down, yeah. drow. Good energy. Oh, wow. I like it. I oh, like this guy. Wow. I Who are you? I can't believe I'm a member of this militant. I can't. I, it's <clears throat> Before this happens, the guards uh, <sighs> interrupt again. Uh, and we hear a commotion this time near the uh, lieutenant's post. A large, muscular half-orc with a mohawk like Mr. T, a set of bongos on his waist and a loot on his back, is being restrained by the lieutenants. Or at least they're trying. He's putting up quite the fight, but they're able to drag him over to the rest of the group. Ah, what have we here? An orc from Lumbercross sent to a kill spy on the outpost? Uh, uh, half orc, actually. Yeah, half orc. Huh? Yeah, it's all the same to me. You got a little orc in you. You got. You're pretty. You might as well be all orc. How about that? Yeah. I had a big orc in your mom last night. <laughs> Oh. You need to apologize to him for that that's right now. Bird. What the fuck did you just say to me? Yeah, that's right. I said it. Oh man. Yeah, you're lucky. You're you're lucky you were the only one willing to take this bounty in Lumbercross, or else I'd kick your green ass right here. Yeah, me too. We need more men. Yeah? Yeah. Well check this out. And he like raises up his, his bicep and it's it's significant. Um it is. Might want to check out these these two a little little hombres. Oh. He actually, you see, Zarius actually does get a little intimidated by Brisket's arms. Listen, I'm here because I want to be. Your guys couldn't bring me in if I didn't. That's uh, the one way or another you're here, all right? Let me just say, it's a little ironic that you accepted a bounty to work for the militant. Even after we slaughtered thousands of your kin, you must be really desperate for a little <laughs> bit of coin. Yeah, that's it. Wait, wait, wait. Excuse me? Like, what do you mean, that's it? What are you going to do? What? Oh, nothing. I will comply. I will do your bidding. Don't worry about a thing. <sighs> yeah, whatever. I like your belt drums. Uh, thanks. Um, excuse me. I'm, I am I am not going in there with, with this. Yeah, well, you know what? I don't like it either, little miss. But he took the bounty. No one else is willing to take it. We, you, you need the help. Really Trust me. Uh, oh my you God. like what you see, right? Let oh, me no, tell you. No, it's hard. Please, take excuse it me. In. Excuse me. Just take not, it in. Excuse me. Do not just speak to me. Let your eyes. Do not speak to me. Let your eyes. Spoken to. He seems nice. 
I like him. Oh my goodness. I'm well, listen, you can like get to know each other like some other time. I am surrounded by idiots. This is a sexy group, if I may say so myself. Hold on, I'm going to do a little party pump. The party. Oh. We see Brisket oh. get down and start doing some oh, push ups. Yeah. That's good. Oh, what are you oh. you're trying to impress me? Oh, yeah. Is that, is that what you're trying to do? I'm impressed. Uh, no, Madison no, goes no. down and does one. I arm. actually am a little <laughs> impressed. <laughs> one arm push ups. Dear God. Franny does the clap push ups. Wait, what's your strength? Um, my strength is 16. Okay. Can you do one arm push ups with the 16th strength, guys? That's that's the I mean, question for me. I don't think they were perfect. He didn't go all the way down, okay? But he tries. <laughs> I have a 20 strength. Yeah, Jeez, Franny's on here with a 20. I do a no arm push up. <laughs> she does a push up just on her toes. Damn, her arms damn girl. Like Shit. Toes. Yeah, Brisket like kind of oh, looks I, I, Franny up and down, and he's impressed by her stout stature. Hell yeah. Okay, listen, this is all fun and games. I'm glad you're getting to know each other. It's going to be important that you can work together well. But now I need to give you the debriefing because the sun is going down and we got to get this done as soon as possible. All right. All right. All right. Let's get to it. Your mission is simple. In theory, you are to enter the mines and confront the drow leader, Shatin Norxador. We would like her alive for interrogation, but if it comes to it, you have permission to take lethal action. Do you understand? Yes. Yes, sir. Norxador? That's right. The Norxador clan. Bunch of filthy, dark pieces of shit drow that crawled up from some hole and started stabbing everyone. Anyways. You're saying pieces of shit started stabbing people? Yeah, reminds me of some other race. No. Listen, guys, this is my home, and Stop I know you all it. have some Stop differences in I've seen stuff. This before. But uh, I really appreciate you trying to help me get my home back. So if we could just put aside all of our racial differences, I'm sure we'll all see that we're all just, you know, people trying to do our best. Yeah, you know, that's right. Some of us are green, which is, ugh. It's disgusting. But uh, some of us are... Anyways. Golden blue. Shatim Norxador, <laughs> we want her alive. You're allowed to kill her if you want. Well... If you absolutely have to. According to our reports, she has decapitated like 43 of our men so far and mounted their heads on spikes around her chambers. Cool. <laughs> that, that's rough. So that's pretty fucked that's up. Not modern it's actually kind of funny. No, it's... it's. Modern decor. <sighs> Excuse me? Listen, she's, she's said to be quite the tricky witch, so be careful. Along the way, many of her honor guard are keeping watch. They've set multiple traps and countermeasures to keep us out. One of my corporals, Fron, got melted by acid last night. Seriously yeah. fucked up. <laughs> Feel free to browse the camp and stock up on any supplies before you go. Here's a 10 platinum per diem for each of you, and you, I've got my eye on you, orc. Now I'm going to have sex with my wife in that tent over there. I love my wife. Not if I get there first. What? Excuse me? I walk up to him and stare him in the face. You got a problem with green? Yeah, I do have a problem with green. I killed a whole lot of green 11 years ago during the war. You missed one. Looks like I did. I'm coming, wife! (laughs) (laughs) He marches off into uh, the most... Probably prematurely. (laughs) Biscuit <laughs> like says under his breath as the guy walks away. <laughs> he walks into the most like um, uh, fancy, elaborate tent of all of them. Uh, he's definitely it shows that he's the highest ranking officer here. He walks into the tent, uh, and you just hear, "Oh yes, saddle up, lady." 
And then uh, his wife replies, "Oh yeah, damn humans." <laughs> this is so. Uh, from this point on, you guys are in. Um, you're in Northreach. You're in the military district. That's one of four uh, quadrants of the city. Franny, being uh, having grown up here, uh, definitely knows the area well. So she can oh, yeah. navigate you guys around. Feel free to. Uh, explore the camp, the town, anything you need to, but uh, just know that the sun is going down and the mission is waiting for you to complete it. So he said there was going to be supplies sitting there for us in the camp. Do we know? Yeah, so there's uh, there's like a couple of, uh, there's a bunch of tents. There's a bunch of military tents around the town, or not the town, but the military district. And you can see that some of them have signs saying uh, there's one that says Randall's Wares, uh, military grade equipment below. Uh, And then there's one across from that uh, that says Nona's Alchemy and other trinkets. Um, And that's just in the military district. There's also, uh, you know, you're free to come and go as you please throughout Northreach. So before anybody goes away, um, Elizabeth. gets up close to um franny and little brisket and says listen i don't want to be here with both of you so neither of you get in my way ever all right <laughs> let's just be honest excuse me, excuse me i'm talking i just want to know how you way. get so close. i don't like you and he and she points um, to uh franny and she's like and i hate you what exactly are you gonna do just don't get in my way. Okay. You don't want to find out. All right, little adventurer. Okay. You're so excited. And then Madison comes up and is like, hey guys, what are you talking about? Oh, that's disgusting. All right. So are you just, are you racist toward it? What's your deal, man? Familiar. I don't know. She's, she's just being weird. All right. Fair I'm enough. just trying to. I'm just trying to give her. She's just in a mood. What she is. <laughs> I think she, 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 she is. is having a bad day. <laughs> Elizabeth is probably just going to go wait by the cave entrance because she's ready to go. Does she not need anything? Nope. She's ready to go. Okay. Cool. So the cave is actually up like a winding path. Like cave. it'll take you a while to like walk up it. Just so so cold. And, and it's quite cold. Don't go without us. You can go to the tavern. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you said that there was a place that we can get supplies, right? So there are a couple different places. So, you know, right now we're in the military district, mm-hmm. but there's also, there's the upper housing district. Yeah. You guys see that Franny pulls out like a, a worn map of Northreach uh, out of her, her pack. This is for your benefit. I know this place like the back of my foot. Um, so there's uh, the upper housing district. That's where I, me and my family used to live, you know, all of us together, all all 17 siblings. No, no more. All right. Wait, did you save 17 siblings? I did have 17 siblings, yes. How about Well, 10 of them got brutally murdered in the whole, you know, Norxidor kerfuffle. But um, it was a really sad event for all of us. But the remaining are, you know, strong and, and, and ready to fight. You know what I mean? Wow. Oh, I okay. just can't believe there's more than one of you. Madison oh, goes over. There's, there's a whole bushel full of us. <laughs> Madison goes over to Franny and taps her on the head and says, it'll be okay. <laughs> it's very nice and comforting. Well, I, I can relate because my entire race is dying out. Oh, I'm so, so. sorry. That's awful. Yeah. <clears throat> Gosh, I wonder what it's, it's like. Oh, are you an only child? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I don't know what that's like. I've never had my own room. It's hey. fun. A lot of room. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So back to the tour. <laughs> 
<laughs> so there's also uh, there's the industrial district. There's like oh. you know blacksmith and stuff there. Mountain Forge. Uh, there's the North Reach Market. Uh, uh, that's that's an exciting place. It's run by some uh, some real gossips. And uh, if you wanna if you wanna know the dirt on the town, that's the place to go. Oh, Margaret, oh, she'll tuck your ear off. Uh, we can also go to the lower housing district. That's where more of you know the working folk go. Not that we're not working folk as well, but you know since we kind of own the platinum mines and we we're a big family, so we got a bigger yeah. place. And that's where I uh, best the best bear with bro, oh, the best breakfast. Uh, they also have, you know, meat and stuff if you're if you're into that sort of thing, if you're feeling a little parched. Okay. That's uh that's uh, the log cabin and um that's that's pretty and we're uh, you know in the military district. So if there's you know any supplies that you want, we could go to the market or uh, I, I do need uh I mean I have a weapon, but I would like to see if I can upgrade a little bit. We could we could talk to the blacksmith. He's all small Frank. You're gonna love small Frank. Let's go. Let's go visit my good friend, Small Frank. Okay. All right. So you guys want to head over to the Mountain Forge, which is in um, the industrial district. By the way, uh, something to note: gold isn't a thing in this world. Oh, platinum. Everything is platinum. Uh, so the currency is like different sized and shaped platinum coins um, that were, are worth more. Like there's like platinum, like like little dollars that are like little rectangular platinum tokens, I guess, that mm-hmm. are worth more. And then there's like little coins, like little hexagonal shaped coins that are less. Is there a way to do like a currency trade from the gold that I have? Yeah. <laughs> nope. Yeah, yeah. You just cross out gold and write platinum. That's, cool. That's how you do it. <laughs> okay, so it's the same thing. So, yeah. in, so when I rolled for 68 gold, I essentially have 68 platinum. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, okay. Like usually most D&D campaigns I've ever played in, like everyone just uses gold. Like I don't, there's like five coins in D&D, but yeah. for the most part, people just use gold. gold. But just in this, because it's part platinum. of like uh, their economy, it's all platinum. God Great. bless. Love just that. a flavor thing. It's worth yeah, the same amount. Love that. Um, all right. So you guys uh, uh, walk onto the street of, of North Reach uh, out of the military district. You walk down through the, the guard gates, uh, the guard tower in the military district. And um, you are immediately at a, a four-way crossroads in the center of town. And uh, in the center of town, there's a large statue of a dwarven, uh, an older dwarven man. And uh, Franny, Wait, how large Franny is it? stops. Like, it's like, for, <laughs> it's it's like dwarf. for a dwarf, it's like, it's a dwarf that's like 15 it's feet like, tall. Oh, wow. It's like that's three big. dwarves on top of each other. Or, you know, probably more than that. A couple of dwarves stacked up. Okay. Yeah, so Franny stops and kind of puts her hands on her hips and like looks up at it proudly. Oh, good old Grandpapa Hagen. He he could out drink the best of them. Yeah, cool. And he's a good dude. So she uh, is her grandfather, the statue, and um, across the way, uh, walking down through the uh, the town road, uh, you guys start to wander into a a little section of the town of smaller homes like all of these ones are kind of um just made of wood and cheaper materials whereas the upper housing district is like brick houses and mansions and things like that and in the middle of this is a big tavern like multi-level tavern like completely made of logs and on the front of it it says the log cabin inn and tavern and you hear kind of raucous laughter and cheering and and fun and and uh, and just 
you know, typical tavern shenanigans and music coming from inside. Um, you can tell that pretty much anybody who's anybody in town is hanging out at the log cabin and keeping each other company, keeping each other warm. The town, uh, the streets are pretty cold and empty otherwise. So if you're looking for love, the log cabin is the place to go. Hell with love. I just want an ale. Well, we, they got that too, so you're in luck. Is there a cover charge? <laughs> there is not. So you guys, <laughs> you guys uh, walk in to the log cabin and you just see a bunch of dwarves. And as you guys walk in, uh, the dwarves, uh, there's, a, there's, it's actually a mix of some soldiers and some dwarves. So okay. there's some, you see some cyan gold uniforms and uh, some uh, Northreach dwarves all sitting at tables. There's a, a guy behind the, the, the bar with this big uh, greasy mustache. He's this dwarven black haired dwarf with slick back hair and a gross mustache and he has kind of a permanent resting bitch face. He just looks super mean and he's just scrubbing glasses and, and scrubbing the, the bar and you see a man uh, a dwarf in the corner uh, sobbing into his ale. Other than that, there's just a bunch of, of people uh, just kind of doing their own thing in the tavern. Lots of music, lots of... There's a dwarven bard. He's just playing kind of a soft sort of uh, melancholy tune. Uh, yeah. I walk up and order an ale. And I, and I walk up and I say, Hey, Greasy Job, around for my new friends here. Uh. Franny, I gotta say, it's good to see you. Oh, it's always good to see your smiling face, too, Joel. You look, he's just complete, just <laughs> frown. What can I do you for, Franny, and who's your friend? Oh, these are these are my good friends here that I just met. Uh, we just want a couple of ales, you know. We're about to set off and try and, try and get those mines back, you know. But uh, this one here, this is uh, Crumpet. What's your name? I f I'm so sorry, forget. Uh, <laughs> Name's Lil Brisket. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so this is Lil, Lil Brisket. Well, anyone who's a friend of the McDormand family is a friend of mine. He's my best friend. Listen, while I know some people around this bar right now, uh, they may not exactly approve of you. You and me are going to have no beef. You understand that? Uh, I really don't care. Well, <laughs> How about that ale? That's fine. Here, I'll get you the ale. I'm just saying, you're welcome around here if it's up to me. All right, who's your other friends there, Freddy? Oh, that one, that one has a long name. Uh, Madison, Ulysses, uh... Meshram. Meshram. But just call me Mum. Oh, wow. I'm not gonna do that. Okay. Well, um, instead of an ale, do you guys have Shirley Temples? Uh, what the hell's a Shirley Temple? <laughs> what the hell, dude? <laughs> Thought you were tough. Oh, those are delicious. Yeah. Uh, is it a full bar? Do you have like cherries? Jeez. Um, it's full enough. We got mead. We got we got four different kinds of mead. Six so ales. We've got uh, motherfucking ale. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you uh, I'm gonna give you one that a, I think you're gonna like. like a all cider, right? like an apple cider. Yeah, we got a cider for oh, you. That'd be great. Nothing too spicy. It'll curl the hairs <laughs> on your little dragon nipples. Though. I don't have hair on my nipples. <laughs> It'll curl the scales on your little dragon he nipples. Look, he looks visibly uncomfortable. What about you? Hello, my name's Elizabeth. My friends call me Elizabeth, and you can call me Elizabeth. Do you have any vino? <laughs> Damn. Again, I don't know what the fuck that is. Okay, rum toddy, then. It's like a Shirley Temple, a but a cherry. 
A rum toddy. Jesus. You know what? <laughs> he, he, I don't know who you're... Your uh, well-to-do prissy friends are Franny, but uh, just give them some mead. Put a strawberry. No, 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 no. You got it. You know how it is. It's on the house. Uh, you're the best, Joel. He goes back and he pours you guys. Uh, he, you can see him picking and choosing from different barrels mounted into the walls, like with taps on them. And uh, he says, "Your favorite, like always, the nut brown." Oh, I love nut brown. It's uh, yummy, yum, yum. And this one looked uh, like something you might like there. Brisket. What do you mean, you? I just mean I'm referring to you as a person. That's my type. No, nope. my race. I, I didn't say that. You know, I'm sorry. It's unfortunate well, you've had to deal with nail. so much of this. No, no. I try this. It's called the Black Stout. Oh, okay. I only offer it to those who look like they can handle it, and I know you look like you can handle All it. All right, Greasy Bob. Yeah, it's Greasy Joe. But take a sip. Tell me what you All think. Right. Mm, yeah, that's decent. I mean, I'll take two more. <laughs> Absolutely. He goes and pours two more and slides it I across the table. I go and I find the most crowded table of dwarves and I just sit right in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we will cut to that in a second. Um, so he slides you, uh, here's the cider for you, Dragonborn. Is it in a martini glass? Nope. Damn. It's in a stein. <laughs> stein. I only have steins. Oh, uh, okay. Do you have olives? Yeah, I have olives. Like. <laughs> you put an olive in your cider. What am I traveling with? You know, I gotta say, I don't see many dragonborn around here. Well, I don't see any dragonborn around here either. <laughs> You've come a long way. Yeah. You from Cord? What? You down from the Twin Isles? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I took a boat. Yeah. yeah. Why are your arms tired? Sorry? Are you rowing? Yeah, my arms are way tired. <laughs> you were just you were in a rowboat? <laughs> in a rowboat. Across the entire continent? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, the entire... I got to the to the edge of the ocean. I just kept going in the rowboat. <laughs> so just be on land and pushing. Instead of rowing to the land and, like, hiking to to where we are, you, you like, rode all the way around. <laughs> the the world is way. flat. I did the scenic route. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, I gotta say, it's interesting. I'll have to, I'll have to sit you aside and talk to you a bit about your heritage. It's always been something that's interested me. Oh, please do. I, I think I would find you would find me very interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cool. High five. All right. Here's your. Uh, <laughs> you leave me hanging for sure. Uh, he slides one over to you. All right, sassy. Take a drink. You see, you look down and it's like actual flames like flickering on top of the drink. And then I, I, I sniff it once, and then I go, and I try to one, one, one gulp down the whole thing all at once. All right, roll for. We're gonna do our first roll of the campaign. It's <laughs> gonna be for how he handles it. Constitution, it's raw constitution bomb. check. Constitution. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a six. Oh <laughs> All right. Um, so you try to be cool for about two seconds, and then you start coughing, and it comes out your nose, and you uh, you oh. just like gag and spit it out. Oh. Back into the cup. Can I? Oh, you can't be hey, doing that. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Can I just, Chris can just looks over. He's like, "Oh, damn, girl, <laughs> you got a lot to learn." Damn. What is this? It's fire whiskey, honey. You said you wanted something that packed a punch. Oh. Spicy. Wow, I, I, we don't have anything like this where I'm from. All right, 
Yeah, well, uh, it's yeah, we have it here. Okay. So, uh, Franny, you know, you make yourself at home, like always. Thanks, Joel. Yeah, anytime. Anytime. Let me know if you need anything. Beds, right. beds, or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah, you will do. We, we, we might take you up on that later. Uh, and then I, I go over because I noticed the uh, crying dude before, and I go over and I sit at his table. Okay. <laughs> hey there. Hey there, buddy. Oh, what's going fuck. on? What's, 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 what's right along face oh there? Oh, my God. So you recognize this guy once you sit down. You didn't before because he was wearing a hood, but he takes his hood down. He looks up at you through eyes full of tears, and he goes, Freddy? And, his, and you know this guy. He's Sandwich Ralph. Oh, Sandwich Ralph. What's going on now, bud? He's the best sandwich maker in the uh, in the entire village, and he's famous for it. He's a real sweetheart, doofy and naive. Uh, he's he's kind of like a just a like little little suburban looking derfy dwarf. He's got like curly blonde hair and like a nice little collared shirt. He's from the upper housing district. But yeah, he's crying and he looks up at you and he's like, What's wrong? Out of pastrami? What's going on? Freddy, I'm not out of pastrami. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. I have plenty of pastrami. Oh, well then what's the problem? Well, listen. Okay. Listening. First of all, it's so good to see you. It's so good to see you, Troy. It's been way long. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, tissues, tissues, this, you're dripping. Yesterday, something terrible happened. <laughs> something terrible happened, okay? A bunch of soldiers in town told me there was this big hidden gemstone up the mountain a bit. So me me and my wife, Jelda, you know Jelda. I love Jelda. Yeah. Well, Hell of a bridge player. Yes, she is. And we went up there to right snatch that gemstone, but the soldiers were duping me. Freddy, they were duping me. There was no gemstone there at all? Well, they didn't tell me we'd run into a darn yeti. Oh. Freddy, there was a darn yeti. That's right. Stories you know about that sandwich. Okay, well... You know, I thought it was just a legend. Oh, no, you gotta watch out for those yetis. Why do you think they teach us yetis in school? And the yetis snatched up Jelda. The yeti got her. Oh, sweet, sweet Erethus. Please bring her back to Sandwich me. Sandwich, and I grab her by the shirt front. Tell me, where did he take uh, her? Up the mountain a bit. You go up the path like you're going to the mine. And then you you take a right. You know the path. It's that they 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 call it the hidden path. Uh huh. You go up the hidden path. I've never done it before, and I don't ever want to do it again. You're not supposed to sandwich. Oh man. Oh. Listen, I I swear to you, I will find Jilda and I will bring her home. Oh man, Freddy, you're the best. Oh, you're you know best. I'm just doing what I what I gotta do. Oh. Okay. Well, Okay, and he just starts chugging mead, and then we're gonna cut to uh, brisket at the table um, as Franny catches up with Sandwich Ralph a little bit. Uh, we we brisket has just sat down uh, amongst a bunch of, of of dwarves who immediately stop their their chatter and banter and uh, look over at you. There's four of the dwarves at the table. All you can tell they're all you know friends or coworkers or something. And they, one of them turns to you, a uh, classic-looking redhead dwarf with a uh, braided beard. He looks at you. 
Well, look at you, big fella. Uh, yeah. Look at me. Can we do something for you? Or, uh, we were just having a conversation here. You looking to make friends? Uh, not really. Let's drink. I like that. Hey! And they clink their glasses together. And these dwarves start chugging. And they start chugging, and you can tell they're looking over at each other as, as this unwritten rule sort of game. Like, the first one to stop drinking it, it is, uh, it, like, the first one to finish their drink is, is the best, pretty much. And so... I've got two steins. <laughs> You're drinking both of them at the same time? Yeah. How the fuck are you doing that? Double fisting. Okay. Give me a constitution. Constitution? Yeah. Uh, that is an 11. 11. You finish well before the dwarves, and the dwarves slam down their glasses, and they're like, Oh, this one knows how to drink. They can even drink us under the table. Well, you guys fit under the table pretty easily. <laughs> oh, yeah, like I haven't heard that kind of joke. <laughs> you heard slap, about you? I slap them on the back a little too hard. Greasy Bill, another round. Greasy. <laughs> It's Greasy Job. Yeah, whatever. Fine. And he brings you another round. For my little ginger friends. All right, what are, uh... <laughs> they bring the round over, and, and Bruce gets cheering with some dwarves and, and drinking. Um, is there anything else you want to say to the dwarves? Um, yeah, I just get up. I stand up on the table. I just start kind of beating out a little... Oh. You know, just a little, little beat. Oh, nice, nice. So on your bongos? Mm-hmm. All right, well, how does it sound? Let's give it to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, Enter bongos. It's, it's just bongos right now. No, no lyrics unless, unless y'all are ready. That's the bard. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, you know, a little, little, so bit, you're little drinking beat. So you just a little music? I'm drinking warm hey, up beat. Hey, give, me <gasps> a, just give me a performance check. <laughs> oh, oh, no. He has nat one. And so the dwarves... Um, the, the, the red-headed dwarf looks at you and he's like, All right, listen, I like you, and I respect you as a drinker, but you're going to put your damn drums away before we fucking break them in half. How about that? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think that would happen, but that's fair enough. I, you know, I, I got two... I got two mugs, two hands, and trying to beat these drums. It's all good. <laughs> he didn't even put his mugs down. The I mean, stuff. Beer everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, you spill all over the place. The dwarves, they kind of laugh it off and get back to talking. Uh, then we'll cut over to uh, Madison and Elizabeth, who are standing still at the bar, kind of just quietly observing the scene. I'm, uh, Madison is just with this, like, snake tongue lapping at the... <laughs> Because he thinks it's too spicy. So he's just laughing at it. <laughs> too spicy as a, a cider oh, with an oh, olive sorry. in it. I forgot to mention earlier. Uh, so Madison doesn't know, like, temperature-wise, anything like that. He calls everything spicy. So whether it's cold, whether it's hot, whether it's, like, far near being spicy. Great. Far near? If it's extreme, it's extreme. spicy. Okay. Extreme is a strong word. It's worth so it's like, vaguely spicy. Wow. <laughs> um, but I think... Yeah, Madison looks at uh, Greasy Job, and uh, as he's lapping on his uh, uh-huh. his drink, not in a martini, not in a martini glass, I must say. Uh, here to eat the olives. Um, okay, good. I'm glad we. He, yeah. uh, so, uh, Greasy Job, yeah. you had 
I, I'm here. I, I'm I'm ready to, to talk. If you wanna you wanna know anything else or you want me to? Okay. Abandon your post and just talk to me. I'm lonely. All right. Well, I guess I gotta ask, what's yeah. going on with this uh, dragon flu down uh, down south? Heard rumors that uh, all of your uh, your uh, your kin are sneezing themselves to death or some shit. Well, yeah, that, that's a pretty good rumor that that's going around, uh, and it's completely true. Everyone is is sneezing, and what what happens with the dragon flu is <laughs> I'll, I'll go in deeper into it. With the dragon flu. It, it attacks the sinuses, of course, and it. Of course. It yeah. uh, it clogs them up so much that you have to sneeze, and <laughs> and you know how there's two cavities behind your sinus. I don't know if you know, but there are two cavities behind. Listen, your get to the point, all right? Well, I you got sneeze a lot your of brains to out. serve. So, you sneeze your brains out. Yeah, that's basically My what happens. God. So you don't know when it's gonna hit. Uh, one sneeze could be your last. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine though. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. That that's a guttural sneeze. I can't breathe out my nose. Uh, okay. He totally sneezed <laughs> into Elizabeth's drink. <laughs> he sneezed into Elizabeth's drink. Sorry, Liz. So do you have a plan on on curing it or what? Well, that's actually why I'm here. So the mili- uh, uh what was his name? I talked to him earlier. I don't remember. <laughs> Commander Zarius? Uh, yeah. Lance or something. Well, um, Lance Commander Well, Luke's commander. Um, <laughs> He's not worth remembering. <laughs> How do you hear us? You're on the way over there. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they, they've they been trying to get the Dragonborn to, to fight in their wars. But ever since the Thunderfall, where, you know, the two islands, the story of the, the Twin Isles, the scene yeah, oh, from. Yeah, of course I know the story of yeah, the Thunderfall. Well, I don't need to. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, after that happened, uh, they've been trying to get the Dragonborn, because I guess we're strong and everything, uh, to fight in their wars. Okay. And uh, they said that if if I help them, I'm the only able-bodied one, if we succeed, then they will get their, their science district to, to look into the dragon flu to stop it. Well, I wish you the best on that, all right? Thank you. Thank you know, you. hey, if any shit goes down tonight, you got my back. Yeah, of course. What kind of shit would go down? He walks away. <laughs> All right. I love things being left open. I look um, over at I look over at, uh, at uh, Elizabeth and I say, "So what's your deal?" Don't talk to me. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, Medicine walks over to uh, Franny. <laughs> and uh, and I am like, guys, we gotta gather the troops and we gotta go up that mountain. There's I, some serious yeti business going on. I still haven't been to the. Uh, Blacksmith, I need to. Okay, well, we gotta make a, a quick trip, all right? Okay, we can stop by, right? All right, let's uh, We can pop over there. Okay. And say, I yell across, Brisket, are you inebriated or can you come help us? I'm just like, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> He's in full <laughs> trip. I'm gonna take <laughs> that as a yes. <laughs> let's go. How many? I'm uh, holding like four dwarves. <laughs> 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 he's just doing like that Russian kick dance. But he's got like a door. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like an elf when he's we, like we, down with the male people, but it's dwarves. I love <laughs> these like, guys. So heavy. <laughs> hey, can I bring you guys? You see across the room a couple of salient militant soldiers turn their heads and they're like scowling at brisket. And one of them gets up and walks over to you and he's like, Hey green man, 
Some of us are trying to have a nice night of conversation over a drink. So could you keep it down? <laughs> you kiss him on the cheek. <laughs> and then Matthew goes over there like, hey, mind your own fucking business. He grabs you by the throat after you, after you kiss him on the cheek. And he's like, don't you ever fucking do that to me again. And then I run in there and I'm like, hey, all right, all right, all right. We've had our fun here tonight, boys. We're all just having a good time at the old log cabin. I'm, uh, I'm Franny uh, McDormand, you know, of the McDormands. And uh, we're just going to go ahead and get out of here. So uh, you guys, you guys have your fun and we'll. Yeah, go ahead and take your green friend. We're going back to our drinks. All right, thank you. Have a great night, sir. <laughs> I just blow him a kiss and walk away. <laughs> Like I, I love you. <laughs> and he kind of like <laughs> he like weirdly like turns over his shoulder as you say I love you. And like he hears it, but he wants. And then to, I look over at my, my dwarf friends and I wink. <laughs> and they're all like, like fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So are you guys leaving the tavern? Hey guys, yes. we gotta go. Yeah, I need to go to them just to see what they have. All right, but then my friend is in danger and we gotta help him. Oh, let's do that then. Okay, great. Wait, your friend is in danger? Yeah. We have a mission. My well, evening's in danger. It's on the way to the mission. Da, 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 da. You got me all tongue twisted up because I'm just so passionate about this. It's on the way to the mission and this is my friend. Damn it. I'm so sorry for swearing. Uh, I, I, just, I have a lot of feelings right now. Fine. A tiny, fine. tiny body. No, 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 no. Fine. We, let's go. Let's go. Taller let's... than average body, but still a tiny body and Great. a lot of cool. You're, you're tall. You're taller than average. Let's go. Okay. Thank you wait, for wait, understanding. Wait. I think you should clear this with the group. We're just like, going to just do all this shit on the way. Do you believe in friendship? Uh, uh, I'm going to take that as a yes. Let's go for the power of friendship. What do you say? I mean, you did push-ups, and that was cool. Yeah, I'll take it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's where you guys headed. We're going to go to the blacksmith real, real quick, right? Yeah, yeah. like, do they have a drive-thru? Like, they can improve. <laughs> <laughs> drive-thru? I thought uh, that they have for my mace. It's, uh, okay, you guys want to walk over there? Yeah. yeah. It's okay. like across the way, right? Yeah, so it's across the way. It's just, a, it's a pretty small town, Northreach. So you. It's a jaunt. Yeah, like 10 minute little walk. Cute. Uh, not even 10 minutes. Like it's like, it's a little smaller than that. You just walk through the lower housing district back onto the street. Uh, and then you, you, you cross the street over into the industrial district, district where you can hear uh, the market. The market takes up most of the square. Uh, the market takes up like all of this. And then over toward the mountain, the rocky hill and the outer wall of the play, of the town, you see this huge blacksmith forge like uh, on like four pillars. It's supported by like four pillars of of stone and there's a staircase, like a small staircase that walk that walks up to it and there's this just like really big platinum anvil and you see this little little small dwarf he's uh pretty old uh yeah yeah he's a old he's an elderly dwarf but he he's got some some blacksmith's arms and he's he's uh while while franny is like the tallest dwarf he's pretty much the, the shortest and he's got like a, a curly little white mustache that connects into his beard going down and he's got like balding long white hair and he's just like wailing uh his hammer down on the anvil on like a 
on a, an axe that he's working on. I, uh, I approach him and I say, howdy there, small Frank. It's so good to see you. These are my friends. Uh, this is Brisket, Mom, Liz. And uh, we just need some items on the way. Uh, we, we gotta we gotta go see Oh, my God. Is that Franny? It sure is, small Franny. Oh, Franny, it's good to see you. Oh, it's good to see you, too. Oh, welcome to Small Frank's Mountain Forge, everyone. Oh, always a delight to oh. Oh. oh, boy. I'm Small Frank, and I just want to say, any friend of Franny is a friend of mine. Oh, scouting. Oh, family and friend discount. Quite the oh, we reputation. do have a friends and family discount for Franny. Of course. Wow. It's 25% off blacksmithing services. I love that. And listen, listen, okay? Do you need anything from me in the current moment? Because I have, I don't mean to be rude, but I got a, I got a, a whole order I got to fill for the, for the, the, the soldiers that are in town. You know, you know what I'm saying? I got a, uh, like 400 axes or something I have to make. Yeah, of course. We don't, we don't want to cut into your whole, you know, deal with the army. I totally understand. And that's super important. Uh, but our friends, you know, we're, we're trying to help. We're on a mission right now to help, you know, sure. get the plan in mind. Well, you're here, so, well, you're back in town working with the militant. How, yeah, I am. You know, I've been training real hard ever since, you know, the attack. I just, I don't know. I just took up arms and I feel like it's, it's something I gotta do, and so me and my oh. friends here, we gotta, we gotta go and we gotta fight. So I was wondering if you have any upgrades, anything that could really put us over the edge. Oh, you know, you know Freddy, you've always been the bravest and the strongest of oh, us all. I don't know about all that. That's just that's sweet. You know, your parents, they'd be proud. Are they proud? Are they proud of you, Freddy? You know, I hope so. I yeah, yeah, I hope so too. You know how are they? How you? How you? How are your folks? You no, know, they're doing all right. It's uh, been tough. I really love this reunion, but uh, yes, sir, like, we, uh, we do have. Some yes, I'm uh, so sorry. It's just so good to see you, yeah. Freddie. It really it's, is. It's, oh, it's always great. such a delight. Oh, I love this interaction. Okay, listen. <laughs> I don't. Unfortunately, uh, the blacksmith services are uh, they're, they're closed down right now. Okay, I. I until I fill this order for the militant, I, I have no time to accept any other contracts. I'm sorry. I really am. What, do you have any, like, already completed? Well, yeah, I do, but I'm delivering them over to the militant. Just, we'll deliver them for you. Uh, you <laughs> Yeah, I suppose you could do that. I trust you. I trust Franny. I trust you if you're friends of Franny. You know? But uh, I, my arms hurt. I can't carry. Okay. <laughs> Great. Well, I'll tell you what. Come back after uh, after you're done with your mission. Okay, and okay. we'll see where we're at. All right, all right. All right. That's uh, fair enough. Thanks. Wow, this that was, was a waste of time. very fruitful. Okay, well. You know, it's so good to see you. Oh, oh it so really good is. To see. Oh, How are the kids? Let's you go. know what? Let's oh, go. Oh, yeah, I grabbed Franny. And like, okay, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> okay, so we set off up the mine road. Okay, so you guys are doing it. You're going on the, you're going on the mission. Yes. On an adventure. Okay. <laughs> so as you uh head back toward the center of town uh, at the statue of Grandpapa Hagen. North of that is is the road out of town and you, you see it goes up to the uh, the mine gate is what it's called. Uh, there's the south gate and the mine gate and the mine gate is the northern one and it's manned by some guards. Um, Do we want to take a quick break? Let's take a quick break. I was just thinking <laughs> And we're back. <laughs> We're back from our break with our sponsor. Uh, as you depart camp, the howling winds cut through to the bone. The winding path up to the mine seems longer in this cold, but Franny knows the way. 
and she takes the lead. Along the way, you notice that some patches of snow around you are soaked red with blood, but there are no corpses that you can see. A snow stag prances past you, evidently enjoying the weather. You make it up in 20 minutes or so, and you see the entrance to the mine, a gaping cave mouth about 50 feet in diameter set into the face of the mountain. A tipped-over minecart lies in the ice-encrusted dirt near a set of cart rails that extend deep into the darkness. So, you guys are approaching the mine. Okay, so there's a hidden path that's going to be over here, and that's, that's the where we're going to want to go. It's, you're going to want to arm yourself right now because uh, there are yeti afoot here. Wait, a yeti? Yeah, yes. Wait, um, can you, can you tell us a little bit more about what we're doing here? Okay, so uh, you see my good friend, he makes a killer pastrami sandwich. BLT, he does it. Subway, he does it. All of it, he does it. Okay, so sorry, I, I just got really hungry. Sandwich Ralph, <laughs> come get one. I brought a sandwich. So it's sorry, not just a clever name. Okay, so no, 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 just tell me what we're facing, what we need to do. Okay, so anyway, sorry. His wife, lovely, lovely woman, uh, she got she got captured by a Yeti, and we gotta get her back, all right? So it's gonna be spooky. I won't lie to you right now, but we gotta do what needs to be done. All right, uh, <laughs> somebody give me a perception check, please. Efficient? What are those words? Efficient. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to roll for you, okay? All right. Well, that was good. So, uh, I'm also efficient. <laughs> <laughs> I got eight. Eight. Okay, I got a 12 plus two, 14. Plus wisdom. So that's 15. 15. All right, so Franny, as you're delegating orders uh, to these guys and telling them the situation, you spot behind a rock up on the like, so the the mine is set into the mountain, right? But then there's like a a big hill above it because it literally like goes up to a mountain. And behind a rock, uh, you look up and you see um, something like dart underneath uh, the rock like that was watching you, but you couldn't really you couldn't get a close look of what of what or who it was, but something is watching you from uh, from above the mine. Something's watching us from above the mine. Don't freak out, kid. Where the fuck is up here, right above the mine? Is it a yeti? I, 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 I point my finger straight to oh. it. Oh, I, oh, I see it. You don't see it. Oh, I don't. He's behind <laughs> a rock now. Oh, okay. I see so you can't see anything now. I can't see anything now. Should we approach or should we like try to go around? Uh, maybe we can try and sneak our way up there. Well, it hasn't done anything yet. I want to know who this thing is or what this thing is. It's watching us. I don't appreciate being watched without my permission. Okay, I'll follow you. All right. Do you want to try and sneak in? Sure. You guys want to try and sneak in? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, give, go ahead and everybody give me uh, some sneak rolls. Ooh, spicy. Uh, All right. Sneak is plus your... What? It's plus your dex. Dex. That would also be a 19 for me. Damn. That's an 11. I got a (laughs) 5. I'm at the back of the pack anyway, so... All right. So you you walk uh, over to... 
where the path sort of uh, tapers off at the, the right side of the road. And it goes down a bit of a little rocky hill. And at the bottom, you you see that it kind of loops around uh, in this really kind of precarious pathway. Uh, it loops around to what you can surmise is the hidden path. Okay, guys, I, I, I surmise that this is the hidden path. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Is it, is it kind of dark in here? Uh, do you mean spicy? <laughs> so you're outside. No. <laughs> it's not getting dark just yet. It's okay. like sunset, so you it's going to be dark real soon. Oh, okay. So would I have any knowledge of like where this Yeti would be located? No. I mean, Franny hasn't been, hasn't really gone up and done this, has she? Mm, no. I, no. So, <laughs> so I mean, wait. you know the mountains. You yeah. know how to navigate in like cold and snow and and things like that. But like specifically, uh, you thought that Franny thought that the Yeti uh, was, was supposed to be kind of a, a, an urban legend. So we have a main mission, but we're actually delaying that to find a sandwich and a Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> you find a sandwich and a Yeti. Does the Yeti, Yeti have uh, a yeah, sandwich? Franny might need to clarify to the group what exactly uh, is happening. I Okay, I did listen. Oh, yeah, I remember. My friend has been taken by a Yeti. Is your friend a sandwich? (laughs) (laughs) No, he just makes amazing sandwiches. You gotta try him. I was only half listening. Because I'm half fork. I didn't know that (laughs) that So which side of you is the listening side? (laughs) The top. (laughs) Great. Love it. I I like to roll for Yeti Prince. Okay, you want to do a uh, survival check. Give me a survival check. All right. 17. All right, with the 17, uh, sure enough, Franny McTormand gets down on one knee and in the snow, she she's able to discern. They're not like fully, like easily recognizable Yeti prints. They're large imprints in the snow that follow a, a path, a pattern. And so you can go ahead and follow those if you'd like. Are you guys with me? Yes. I'm here, so yeah. Sure, yeah. It's very narrow and very precarious. Uh, You're on the side of a mountain, pretty much. Um, So you're like sidling along uh, this little ledge. Everybody hold hands. Oh, no one touch me. Two brisket. And the the Yeti Prince like suspiciously stop when it gets to the the ledge. So they stop at the ledge? Yeah. Is there a rope or? No. Well, it's, it's, the Yeti could have sidled as well. You don't know. There's no rope. Okay. Maybe the prints are fake. Madison looks up. Is there anything above? Um, yeah, along the wall, uh, there are more digging imprints. Oh, tricky, tricky. He climbed. <laughs> no duh. All right, uh, I, I have some rope. Does anybody else have some rope? I do. All right. Maybe we can uh, scale this thing. Okay. Yeah, so it's narrow enough that uh, if you guys want to try to climb it with like your ropes and your your tools and things, uh, you're going to be better off than just trying to sidle it. I'm going to have you guys do dex rolls. Okay. If you, either way, but you'll have a, a significantly 
lower DC if you use your tools and stuff. I got an 18. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, that's a 20. All right, so just, I mean, yeah, describe to me how you guys are. I got an 8, so that's better. (laughs) Describe to me how you guys are doing it. Uh, I, I tie the ropes together and I, I, I lasso it and I go, and I hook it right on the top of the little rocky doodah and then I, I, I start pulling. Did you? With an eight? <laughs> no, she handed it to I me. Tried. It's a stick. <laughs> she, she, she tied it and made the lasso for me. And then uh, Madison yeah. goes and I like, yeah. And okay. then, so I, yeah, those. <laughs> we'll say that those are your guys's combined roles to create a, uh, a a nice system, a rope system to hold on to while you go across. And between all of you working together, you're able to do that. Um, Except for Elizabeth, who just mountaineers right up the side of it. So you just go for it. You just whoosh, right up. Okay, now now give me the, your climbing check. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's for him. What is that plus? What is that plus? Athletics, uh, strength sixteen. All right, you're good. You make it to the other side. Do I do that too? Yep. Everyone does it in the order that you're going. Oh, I'll go after. That's gonna be a seventeen. Okay, Madison uh, deftly and skillfully maneuvers his way with the rope over to the uh, other side. Some snow crumbles uh, from above you and hits you in the shoulder, and you can't help but think. What is snow? I'm from the desert. <laughs> but I like looking at trees. <laughs> They're tall and pretty. <laughs> okay, who's, who's going next? So two of you are on one side of the chasm, and two of you are on the other. Well, I, uh, I oh. rolled it. I, I got a 10. You got a 10. <laughs> Ooh. All right. We got a, an 18. Actually, oh, So who's going first between you two? Um, I would like to go first and I'll grab Fran. Okay. So Franny begins to like, she sets her foot down on uh, the wrong wrong spot and she begins to slip. uh, But with briskets, 18, he's got one arm on the rope and then with his other arm, he grabs and steadies Franny. Oh, oh, thank you. Oh yeah, you already know. You're very and cool. You got, and yeah. Franny gets her footing and, and you guys together make it to the other side. And on the other side, the, the pathway wraps around uh, the mountain any, uh, even more and kind of goes up a little slope, a snowy slope. At the top of that slope, there is like this little uh, icy overhang and below it, you can see an opening to a little pathway under the mountain. I think this is it. I think that this is uh, the Yeti's crib. Is that is that right, Brisket? Uh, yeah, is yeah, it's right? his crib. That's right. That's hip. That's trendy. That's cool. All right. That was we go? so yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down to go. All right. Let's do it. So we go. We go. You guys are approaching. Yeah. I'm all right. So, oh, no. as you guys approach, oh, there was a roll. There was a roll of the dice back there. Uh, as you guys approach, um, so so Franny Franny does a double take. She looks behind her left shoulder and looks back, and she sees a yeti like full spread eagle leaping from above. But he rolled a five, so he just splats into the into the snow beside you. 
and um, you guys are now in combat. He just leapt at you, so go ahead and roll initiative for our first time, prone? guys. Oh, jeez. Oh, I got that 20. Oh, yeah. oh damn. Hey, bam. Hey. Doesn't really apply to this that well, but okay. Damn, I got a 20. <laughs> Not nat. I got another 10. Rolling 10s tonight. Elizabeth rolled half, and I'm actually pretty good today. I'm like, Elizabeth rolled a four. Cool. Hey, remember that time you didn't roll at all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got myself a 20. Oh, hell oh, yeah. And I get a hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you. <laughs> all right, guys. And Don't fucking fight. <laughs> So, um, I don't know if you know this, but I speak Yeti. May I oh, try to communicate with this? Um, uh, I was on your now. turn, yes. Uh, we've got Madison with our first turn of combat in this campaign. Ooh. Oh, hi! So the Yeti has, is laying in the snow, uh, sort of like just flailing about trying to get up. Mm-hmm. Um, it completely splatted next to you. Like Alright, Madison's turn. Alright. Um, so... Okay, okay. You've had your time, sir. What's he saying? Um, he I'm... says my butt hurts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just gonna go ahead and stab the little motherfucker. And, uh... <laughs> what? I have a spear. Sorry, I have my spear. Are you gonna spear him? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, go ahead and give me an attack roll, then. Alright, God bless. First one. Bang in the name. Is he prone? 17. Yeah, he is prone. Got a 17? That Got totally 17. hits. Oh, hell yeah. Alright, that's 1d8. should get advantage. Yeah, I suppose you would get advantage. <gasps> well, I seventeen. But you, so I you can roll for quit for crit. Yeah. Oh, and that's a hit of a uh, one. Really? Plus your strength. <laughs> oh, I was right. Plus my strength. Okay, so that's three then. Okay. All right. Uh, Madison kind of goes ha, and just goes and and, and pokes him. <laughs> I just basically poke him in the butt. Yeah, pokes the yeti a little bit. There's blood, but not a whole lot of blood. He roars. Sorry. And uh, brisket, it comes over to you. As you witness this this poke, this triumphant poke, uh, yeah, nice, nice work there. Thanks. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I'd like to introduce this yeti to Monique. Who the hell's Monique? <laughs> exactly. Oh, he holds up a shining axe, a beautiful shining axe. It's a dwarven, beautifully inlaid gold dwarven axe. It's pretty. Who did you steal that from? Oh, I didn't steal it. I won it in a rap battle with motherfucking dwarf. <laughs> He's just saying this as the Yeti's flailing about. <laughs> anyway, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta attack this thing over here. We'll talk later. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's plus your strength. Uh, twenty. Well, you hit. Yeah. You totally hit that the bastard. Is... Plus your strength again. That is. Uh, you got a D twelve on that axe. It's tasty. <laughs> it is a Monique. Uh, she is tasty. Eight total damage. That's eight total damage. Nice. Um, yeah, Brisket gets a, a chunkier hit of this Yeti uh, as it rolls about on the ground. My poke didn't help. Um, <laughs> I would like to give Bardic Inspiration to Franny. Nice. So for the viewers at home, explain uh, what, what Bardic Inspiration <laughs> does. Viewers. They're listeners. They're called They're listeners. listeners. Wait, yeah. am I in frame? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Um, you can inspire others through stirring words or music. To do so, you use a bonus action on your turn to choose one creature other than yourself within 60 feet. Um, that creature gains bardic inspiration and has a d6. You can roll that within 10 minutes um, on an ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Nice. So who did you inspire? Franny. How'd you do it? How did Brisket do this inspiration? Go get him, Franny. All right. I'm so inspired right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so inspired. I'm so inspired. <laughs> wow. Oh, God. All right. Uh, so you have an inspiration die you can use within the next 10 minutes. It's a D6. Um, and 10, yeah, that's 10 minutes battle time, which is very quite long. Uh, Franny, it's Four your turn. Four hours our time. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. So uh, first things, I, I I hold up my pickaxe and I say, and Yeti, of course, I say, where's my friend, you bastard? <laughs> um, but it, everyone else just hears, <laughs> okay. Roll me a, give me a persuasion check. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be plus three. So 14. All right, so the 14 is pretty good. Uh, the Yeti like stops flailing for a second and recognizes, um, he recognizes its, you know, its own tongue. And it's like, rrr, rrr, rrr. and you hear, what the fuck? Who are you? And I say, I'm Franny McTorman, bitch. Well, the Yeti just looks confused and he's like, what are you doing here? Get off my mountain. Oh, no, you took my friend. Give him back and I'll leave. Uh, Otherwise, you're going down, mister. I, I don't want to have to hurt food. you. I will. Have you tried their sandwiches? Because their sandwiches are way better than their meat is going to be. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> We're all just looking at her like, what are you asking me to do? Like, I, I, listen. <laughs> You have my friend, a beautiful dwarfin lady, very nice, kind heart, smiling eyes. Um, we Great want her rat. back. You get She's her hanging back. from the ceiling in my lair. All right, well, I'm going to have to ask you very nicely to cut her down. Otherwise, I will take you to Pound Town. Uh, <laughs> you got a one-way ticket, buddy. <laughs> Yeti, that means sex. Oh, I'm sorry. My translation's wrong. <laughs> So everyone, so Franny did before the adventure started. She chose to speak Yeti. This isn't just absolute <laughs> ridiculous shenanigans happening. It is shenanigans, but it's shenanigans. she actually like it's on her character sheet from the from the beginning. She speaks Yeti. So so the Yeti uh, is understanding everything. <laughs> so you are the dwarf, and then you leave. That's right. Offer me something in return. Sandwiches, and you can have the dwarf. What's a sandwich? I, oh, oh, you are just gonna love. You're just gonna be absolutely delighted. Think of the most beautiful meat you've ever had, but in buttery, thin layers on top of some sweet, sweet wheat. Uh, roll persuasion again. <laughs> oh. oh no! <laughs> Did you already use your tie? That's oh no, I haven't. <laughs> 11 plus 3, 4, another 14. Yes. All right, that's consistent. He's consistently with you here. All right, so you're telling me you take my dwarf and you bring me some delicious sandwich. Yes. Uh, 
That's exactly what I'm telling you. You bring me the sandwiches first. A minor illusion of sandwich? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, go for it. Do you have minor illusion? I do. Oh. I, te- I tell, I lean over to Brisket and I say, the sandwich, he needs the sandwich. Okay, I, uh, yeah, let me, let me uh, whip something up. He doesn't know what a sandwich is, though, so we can literally just give him anything and call it a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> but it has to taste good, otherwise he's gonna be There's a rock by me. <laughs> I have, you don't bring me good food. I eat your dwarf Did you actually friend. bring a sandwich? I told you earlier that I brought a sandwich with me for food on the trip on the boat. So technically I do have a sandwich. <laughs> I want enough food to make me full. You bring me food to equal that of the dwarf. Okay. Do I have your promise, your word, as a dwarf to Yeti, that you will not lay a hand on that beautiful, beautiful dwarf lady's head? I love the taste of dwarves. That's not promising. I think it. I think you're gonna have to go down, my friend. <laughs> but I will, if you bring me, if you bring me something delicious. I have to say, I'm sick of dwarves. Bring me something new, something delicious, and I'll let your friend go. But you're gonna love sandwiches, all right? But I, I really do need your promise that you're not gonna touch this door fleet. I mean, he already told us where, where well, he already told you where the dwarf is. Let's just um, let's fucking kill him. <laughs> I don't like to kill without rhyme or reason. I mean, if we can reason with the the beast, then then that's the better way to go. You know what I mean? I have an idea. I learned this back in training camp. What if we distracted him and somebody else went in and rescued the dwarf? How would we distract him? Aren't we right now? A minor right illusion now. of five foot cube of sand. Okay, he's about, he's standing up, and he is looking around like pre- prepping himself to fight because he just sees you guys chatting amongst yourselves <laughs> quietly. <laughs> so what's what's our time frame on this? How how soon do we have to get you some? I'm sandwiches? hungry. Yeah, that's not promising. All right, I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Pickaxe him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All, I, I did all that diplomacy more savage than I thought you were gonna be. I'm not. I just. Why did you give up? You just said he's hungry. Can I? Can I try to? I really want a minor illusion a, a five foot cube of sandwiches and say, uh, bro, we get the dwarf. You can eat this dwarf first. Ooh. Uh no. Food first, but you, you can't can can understand the Yeti, by the way. I yeah. just point. So he's just like, rrr, rrr. all right. Listen, all right. We have one sandwich here for you. You taste this. You like it. We take the dwarf. We bring you big sandwiches. Uh, so much more. All right. That's our guarantee. Fine. Oh, I forgot to tell you. It's egg salad. <laughs> God damn it! So you have an XL sandwich that you, you pull done out. Fucked me. All right, let's. I'm gonna roll to see how much this. Is. So, so does Madison approach? Does Madison approach the Yeti? Yeah, he does with his eggs out. It's like horribly wrapped in like saran wrap. Yeah, it's saran wrapped. Yes, <laughs> but like four layers. Yeah. All right, we're gonna roll uh, just natural, straight up raw roll to see how much he enjoys 
the sandwich. <laughs> Please let it be a bad Sandwich one. check. So he takes one bite and he's like, Damn it. This is your sandwich. Uh, no, I don't it, want this. That was, that was a really poor example <laughs> of what we've got going on. <laughs> you can't oh, make I a made first impression better. twice, sir. Something. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely. I didn't realize that it was eggs. Bring me something better. <laughs> Madison takes it back and starts eating it. <laughs> it's my uh, favorite. I just, I feel like we're running out of time here. In my defense, I can't taste anything, so. <laughs> Bring me out. I'm hungry. All right. What can we give you as a placeholder? Take the dwarf. You don't know Nothing. me. Go right. get food. <laughs> Bring it to me. I mean, to climb all the way back down. Yeah, I see a lot. Let's just say we just kill him. <laughs> Aren't Yetis in danger? Wait, how far away are, from the from the entrance am I? Uh, the entrance to the cave to his cave. Oh, uh, I would say, like you guys can't see, but sometimes we're going to refer to the battle mat because we have one, just for placement and stuff. It's at the end of the battle mat, which is quite a. It's like. 150 feet away. Okay. Yeah. Okay, thank you. It's still it's still a minute. It's if we can, you know, solve this Yeti problem peaceably, you know, and for, for good, if we can get him hooked on sandwiches, this is going to be a great thing for my people. Do we have any more sandwiches? Definitely not any good ones. Eggs How are kidding me. Excuse me, everybody. <laughs> I do have an idea. We could um, take that egg salad sandwich and I could make it appear and taste like a different sandwich. What? Harry, you say that before. <laughs> <laughs> if only you guys knew a sandwich maker around town. Well, yeah, I know, but it's like, ah, uh, we have to go all the way back. <laughs> we just like time skip and go. Yeah. yeah. We just time skip and go get them then. Um, I, you guys tell me what you want to do. All right, you know what? Real quick, we're gonna we're gonna do like a montage here. Two of you stay with the Yeti, make sure yes. he doesn't make any funny business. Two of us are gonna go. We're gonna go to Sandwich Ralph. We're gonna get some bomb ass sandwiches. We're gonna come back. We're gonna make this Yeti the happiest boy he's ever been. <laughs> I, uh, me and Franny will stay. I've got an idea. Um, brisket uh, tells everybody to hold one minute and pulls out his horn. <laughs> and, okay. And blows what? the horn, but you don't hear anything. Okay. And <laughs> a few minutes later, <laughs> we stand there for a few minutes. Just all of a sudden, uh, apparently, this horn emits a frequency that only camels can hear. Camels, <laughs> or at least just one camel, because what? it's how I blow it. Little brisk, <laughs> little brisket's camel trots up af after hearing you have a his camel? call. Are you uh, going to sacrifice the TV? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're... Um, so Brisket so, walks over so and what, puts what a hand on, what, on the camel's back. Well, what I would like to happen is that he, she brings the uh, sandwich maker back. How would she know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. you can, you this can, camel appears. Blow the horn she comes. You can't send like a whole message. Um, it was Morse code. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you have the spell message, then you could figure mm. something out there. But... Uh, okay, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, you'll meet uh, Sugar Cookie. <laughs> Her name's Sugar Cookie. Uh, well, it's nice to meet you, Sugar um, Cookie, but uh, we gotta get you. Why don't you uh, ride her back 
grab the the sandwich man. All right, y'all. And, I'll uh, be I'll be back in a flash. No, but we don't speak yet. Don't leave us alone. With oh, you're right. I'll stay here. Somebody else go get the sandwich. I'll go get the sandwiches. Tell Sandwich Ralph, the meat is cooked. Okay, I'll 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 go back by myself. So who's and going and who's staying? I'll go back. All right, Madison's heading back. I'm staying. Uh, I'm who staying. else is going? Everyone else can just stay. I mean, it's only needed one person. All right, so Madison leaps <laughs> up atop sugar cookie, who like looks a little annoyed and then looks to brisket for approval. Uh, just yeah, just it's all right. Go go girl. Go sugar. <laughs> And Sugar Cookie turns around and like gallops away like way faster than you think a camel ever could. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Madison's, oh like, Madison's like mucus out of his nose, like you see it floating back behind his head. There's no mucus in there. Uh, and so <laughs> we follow Madison back to Northreach, and you come through the uh, you you get up to the gate, and I forgot to mention. I don't think I mentioned this, but the mine gate, uh, it's completely destroyed like you can tell that something huge came through and and destroyed Yikes. the gates and so it's a very like placeholder wooden gate that they're building right now it's like uh like like something we're gonna face later <laughs> yeah it's like jerry-rigged gate and so the there's extra guards on this gate and they see you and uh they they uh, go ahead and, and raise that and they let you back in and so you're heading over back to the log cabin uh yeah well yeah we're just crying right yeah. yeah yeah the log cabin inn and tavern all right so you 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 pull up on uh on sugar on sugar cookie and um yeah you're in front of the tavern cool um medicine beautifully leaps off of the camel whoa <laughs> okay. wow that was the ride and uh bursts <laughs> Bursts through the through the tavern door. It's like an old tavern movie. Kicks it open because he's so determined to get these sandwiches. Your old western movie. Yeah, yeah. that's what I meant. <laughs> what did I say? An old tavern movie. Cool. Love that. I love tavern films. Sandwich <laughs> bomb. So you go in there and what do you say? Where's the sandwich guy? Uh, 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 uh. Oh, hey, sandwich dude. <laughs> you walk over to his. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Uh, sandwich you know Ralph. Franny. Yeah, yeah, sandwich Ralph. Yeah, Franny. Oh, of course. What's we found your wife? Kind oh. of. Kind of. She's okay. She's Yo. okay. What we need oh. you to do? Oh. The meat yeah. is it's... cooked. What the hell does that mean? Ah, crap! I didn't do anything. <laughs> so basically, the Yeti has your wife, and I know, I know. I was well, there. Calm down. Hold on. Let me finish. Is he gonna eat her? No, he needs to eat your sandwiches. What? He wants your sandwiches, dude. What do you mean? He, we offered him glorious sandwiches in in exchange for your wife. How and did he, you offer him sandwiches? How did you strike a deal well, with a Yeti? Franny uh, surprisingly speaks Yeti. She does? Yeah, I was surprised too. I've only known her for a little while. You know, I have heard of some dwarfs around here that do, but well, I know. always thought it was a bunch of, sh- bunch of, a bunch of camel shit. <laughs> I, <laughs> I saw a camel. Yeah, I saw you come oh. up on one. This. Oh, there's a window right yeah. here. Oh, hi. Just a little camel humor for you. <laughs> oh, she's uh, cute. So you, you need me to make a bunch of sandwiches? Like right now. Oh my god. Okay. Different types, please. No egg salad. He Crazy said Joe, no. clear the counter because I'm cooking. Crazy <laughs> Joe, clear counter. Fine. And you see him, like, you see he recognizes the urgency of the situation, and Greasy Joe just, like, like swipes everything <laughs> off the bar, and he goes back and gets the sandwich ingredients out of the back. 
And Sandwich Ralph cracks his knuckles and his neck, and he gets in there. And you see just an incredible sight, you guys. Like, you've never seen sandwiches made this quickly. So we like, haven't because we're not there. And he starts to make an yeah. egg salad one, and medicine pushes. <laughs> he slaps him. No egg salad? No egg salad. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> you already said no to that. All right, I'm going to do pastrami specials. Oh, yes. Do How many are we talking here? Enough to make him hungry, he said. To make him hungry? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Make him full. Make him full. So, like... Oh, man, this vegan? is a lot of goddamn sandwiches. He's he's an okay size unit. He's like two feet taller than me. So, uh, there, a montage starts of just like <laughs> so many sandwiches being made, and Greasy Joe puts them in a, a big old Zip knapsack. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it's <laughs> heavy. And, he's, and, and uh, Sandwich Ralph just sort of like, he's like, oh, oh, I haven't gone on a sandwich binge like that in, in years. Oh, please, here, take them. Eat one yourself, I don't care. Oh, thanks. Just please bring my Jelba back. It's okay, I already had an salad earlier. Please. What's her name? Jelba. All right. <laughs> All right, <laughs> take the sandwiches and go. Okay. Hey, sugar cookie, do you have any bags? <laughs> oh, you put it in talk. a bag for you. Oh, thanks. You put it in a big... <laughs> Like so I'm just burlap sack. so medicine's just carrying a bunch of sandwiches in a bag on a camel. Yes. <laughs> what a sight! <laughs> this is the first episode. <laughs> All right, welcome to D our D and D campaign, everyone. Now get used to the shenanigans. <laughs> get used to it. All right, so uh, yeah, montage. It's like like in the Lion King where he's just oh. like. Dun, 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 dun. All right, and by the time you get back, uh, it is dark now. I have uh, produced flame. I can do Oh, cool, cool. So, 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 fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Last campaign, he relied on his dark vision and he made sure to remind us he had it every two seconds. I I think, as is (laughs) DD tradition. Um, so, do you, you want to produce flame so you can see? It's a cantrip, yeah. I can just produce flame so I can see while I'm going. All right. So, sugar cookie has dark vision. (laughs) Sugar cookie. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't. Uh, so you, Sugar Cookie takes you back on a path, uh, that you didn't, didn't arrive on. There's no ledge, there's no sidling. Uh, Sugar Cookie just knows a different way. And she navigates through some hills and some, and some rocky terrain and everything. And, and with your flame, you're able to get back to the crew with a bag of sandwiches and, and everyone's just kind of tapping their feet there with this Yeti. I've who's... been teaching the Yeti how to play Royal Shampoo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, Always it's go really, first. Royal Shampoo. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Don't get mad. Hey guys, I'm back. On oh. <laughs> oh, so I told the chef no egg salad. He made one for me, but that was for me. So uh, here you go. Uh, Try it. I tasted one of them on the way. So he rips the bag out of your hand and he he opens it up and he takes a handful and in his big Yeti paw, uh, claw, whatever, uh, he has like three sandwiches and he just takes a huge rip out of them. Take the paper off first. And he's chewing. (laughs) And he's like, he likes the paper. Yeah. He good. He made him so fast. Oh, and he just yeah. starts oh, yeah. scarfing him down. Good for you. And um, yeah, he's just, he's going to town eating these sandwiches. And I say, uh, all right, buddy. You like the sandwiches. We like our friend. Deal's a deal. 
tradesies. I don't care. Go take your fucking dwarf. I don't care. Just leave me to my sandwiches and get the hell out of here. Well, it was nice to make your acquaintance, Mr. Yeti. I feel like we've all picked up a little Yeti at this point. So I like, haven't. I'm completely <laughs> Okay. And then I go, I go, hey, sorry for the stab wound earlier. Okay. Fuck off. Oh, he said English. Or I'm coming. <laughs> no, all you, Franny heard the fuck off, but you just heard. Nice to meet you too. I said, uh, uh, yeah, he says, don't worry about it. Oh. All right, let's go. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you guys walk up to the the mouth of the, it's this little overhang, and you kind of have to, um, you duck, a couple of you have to duck to get in there. Mm. As you go in, it's pretty much like in uh, Empire Strikes Back, that little yeah. icy. Um, I gathered that from lightsaber we even got here. Is, yeah. is, is Just it, picture uh, the, the little, the Yeti's little ice cave in Empire Strikes Back, and that's exactly what it's like. cut off their arms. And you do see some like slabs of meat hanging from the ceiling. You see some severed body parts. Unfortunately, you recognize some of them of being dwarven. Um, you also see in the back a dwarf who is a female dwarf. Her hair is, is not restrained, so it's just like she's hanging from the ceiling. She's unconscious. She's blue. Her skin is blue. Like, she's fucking cold and probably very near death. I uh, I, I can't grab her because I'm too short, but I say, hey, hey, uh, mom, can you, can you get her down? Yeah. Yeah, uh, please. I even have uh, healing words as well oh, as uh, nice. cure wounds if we need it. So. Cool. And nice. I, you want to go ahead and I grab her blue lightsaber and I swish her. Face. <laughs> <laughs> and you cut her down. Okay. Cut her down. Nice. No, nice. I just like I like with my oh I have I can use that lightning skinny. Um, I just like grab her legs and wiggle her out. Okay. All right. Yeah. So Madison, um, pretty much just figures out the rope and he he unties her and brings her down and she yeah, she's unconscious so you're now holding a, an unconscious cold dwarven woman she's cute <laughs> um, she's also married could you please heal her oh, yeah of course and I, I'll just go ahead and do um, you gonna pop a spell slot on healing word yeah I'll do healing words I've got some uh, blankets on so, the back uh, of sugar cookie she gets 1d4 uh, plus five, so she gets seven hit points back. Nice. What do you say to, what is your healing word? How does it manifest itself when you use it as a druid? You just sneeze on her. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not rocking. <laughs> Gross. Yes. No, I go, I go. <laughs> you just make an S sound? You just speak parcel tongue at her? I hi to her after. I'm like, hi. <laughs> okay, and somehow, uh, this causes some like energy to come out of uh, Madison's mouth. Some like cool green. It's actually blue. Uh, okay, blue. <laughs> some cool blue like cool audio waveform energy that kind of hits uh, the dwarf and surrounds her. And she, you can tell like she gets a little less blue and she gets a little warmth comes back to her. And she's still not quite ready to like wake up, but you can tell she looks a little comfortable, like a little more comfortable and less dead now. Cool. Uh, and the, and like I'm holding her and like. In one hand, I, I produce the flame so I can like heat, like warm her up a little bit because it's okay. a trap. So I can nice, yeah, you're warming her up, and that's really helping. Um, Brisket said he had some some blankets on on uh, on sugar cookie. <gasps> yeah, let's put her on sugar cookie and take her. Take okay, her but you need to tell her to like 
sugar cookie needs to slow the fuck down. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. No, nobody talks about sugar like that. I know, she's great. I love her, but like, that was kind of She scary. knows exactly what to do. Uh, she got your ass there, didn't she? She did. <laughs> I mean, she did. Elizabeth just gets her eyes stuck in an eye roll. She rolls her eyes so hard that they get frozen there. I also do healing words on her. <laughs> okay, so are you packing her up on sugar cookie and heading back into town? Yeah, I, I give I give Shug a treat. Okay. A little camel treat. And uh, mm. oh guys, just letting you know. Um I did keep a sandwich for each of us. <laughs> I hope it's not egg salad. <laughs> Only mine is. <laughs> They're the uh, pastrami special. Are any of them panini? From Sandwich Ralph. Actually, yeah, panini. He had a grill out. Yeah. Panini, actually, a panini press. It's really nice. I'll take one. Okay. So you guys snack on some some delicious pastrami paninis on the way back down the mountain. And again, sugar cookie takes you yet another way that didn't even go the last time. In, in the middle of the night. Um, so you're heading back down through the woods. And I'm um, just going to roll for a random encounter oh, there. Oh, Looks like you're fine. <laughs> um, God bless. <laughs> Who else would attack us? Thanks. You never know. Oh, God, another uh, You <laughs> once again reach the gates, and uh, they they raise them for you. And I assume you're heading back to the log cabin? Let's go straight for this fucker. Sorry. That's aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're going to the log cabin. <laughs> okay. Perfect. So tell me, yeah, you just... We Play it, guys. bust in there and sh- with sugar cookie like leading the way. Yeah, we kick down the saloon door. There's not even a saloon door there. We kick it down. Greasy Joe is like, ah, damn it. You don't even bother uh, hitching uh, sugar cookie outside. Okay. Nobody <laughs> hitches sugar cookie. <laughs> Camel walks into the tavern. Nobody hitches sugar cookie. All right, Camel's in there and... Uh, and everyone like stops. The music stops again, and then and it is later. So some people have gone to bed, but there's still some people partying. And they kind of stop and they look at the camel and they're like, "Hey, orc! Seems like you got a whole bunch of surprises up your sleeve, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, camel! <laughs> I haven't seen one of these up here for so long!" <laughs> and everyone just starts cheering. Uh, yeah! My little friends, camel rides. Five platinum. <laughs> oh hell oh, yeah! Yeah, okay. Capitalism. How to, to do that? I know, right? <laughs> First thing in the morning, I'll have to give that a shot. Oh. All right, but right now there is a woman on this camel, and she needs assistance. She needs blankets. She needs fire. She needs soup. Oh yeah, forgot about her. Um. <laughs> Sandwich Job was like. Sandwich, Sandwich Joe? Joe? Oh, no, yeah, no, it's Greasy Joe and Sandwich Ralph. Sandwich. <laughs> oh, this is a descriptive word of what they do beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> Sandwich Ralph was just has his head buried in his arms on the table, and like in slow motion, he like looks up and sees that his wife is on the back of this camel, and he runs toward her uh, as Chariots of Fire plays. <laughs> if we could license it, I wish it would be playing right now. Um, <laughs> And he goes up and Jelba, my, my Jelba, you, you guys did it. You got her back. You did it. Oh, oh. Everything's gonna be a okay. Oh, my Jelba, thank Take you your wife, so go much. Home, take good care of her, and don't go up in that hidden passage again. Oh, right? Freddy, yo, you're the best of them. You're the best oh, of all I'm of us. Just doing my duty, you know. Oh, thank you all so much. Listen. Uh, while we were up there, I, 
I did find something. It's, uh, I, I found the gemstone, okay? I did, I found it, but it just, I didn't expect Jelba to, 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 to get taken, and, and, listen, I want you to have it, alright? I don't know what it does, I don't know how much it's worth, but here you go. Okay. And he gives you this, like, like, grapefruit-sized blue, <laughs> blue gem that's, it's not, like, perfectly round, it's, like, kind of, like, cut and jagged and looks like it was... It hasn't been refined or anything yet, but it's this big old blue gem. You don't know what it does? Oh, thank you for coming, Cleaner. It's so oh, nice man, job. I just, you gave me my gel, but that is the only gem and the only treasure I'll ever need. You hear? Down to that tiger, right? Oh, I Give her a big kiss. Oh, I gotta just do that. Just treasure life, all right? Oh, I think I will. Okay, thanks so much, all of you. Hey, sandwich is on me anytime. Any old time. Okay? Thanks, Alex. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and he takes Jelba, and he just, with, with tears of joy, he just goes out of the tavern, and and, and uh, the the red head dwarf starts a slow clap, and <laughs> but everyone else starts clapping, and that's where we're gonna end our first session right there. Oh yeah! Hell yeah. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> that was. That was fun, guys. That was really was fun. Really fun fun yeah. first session. Fun. Not really any combat. You guys... Uh, except for <laughs> one poke. Yeah, except for a poke <laughs> and a little slash. I got, one, and a, and I got one hit in. Yeah, I got eight, eight yeah. hits on that one, too. Yeah, I got poked him hard, though. Pretty good <laughs> poke. Cool. All right, so oh, yeah. for experience points, guys, the way that this is going to work is I'm going to give you a total for everything, and you don't add that to your thing. I give you... I add up everything you did, and then that brings you to a total that you split four ways. Oh, okay. Nice. So for just meeting up and role playing and 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 forming the party and taking your first mission, uh, you guys get two hundred experience points. And then the Yeti is seven hundred experience to kill. But since you were able to solve it in a different way, which I'm going to reward you more for if you can figure out ways to do that, if it makes sense, you know what I mean. Uh, but for the Yeti, uh, you're going to get a thousand experience a points. Camel ride with sandwiches. How you? <laughs> Yeah, that's the whole mission. Yeah, it gets you a thousand XP. So that's twelve hundred XP split four ways. So you guys get three hundred XP apiece. All right. So that's it. That's it for our first episode. Thanks for joining us, you guys. Thank and, you. Uh, all of our adventurers are are They're <laughs> <laughs> gonna dive deeper into Northreach in the mines uh next time. Subscribe. See you next time. Don't don't subscribe. <laughs> Please Maybe don't. we shall harmonize the goodbye. Okay, everybody ready? Thanks for joining us for the first official session, everybody. If you were to ask me if I thought this session would end by the character solving the Yeti problem by giving him a bunch of sandwiches, yeah, no, I wasn't expecting that. But in D&D, as a DM, you learn pretty quickly that the things that you expect to happen are seldom the things that actually do. Uh, but that's just all part of it, and it's a, and it's a lot of fun. The characters are dipping their feet into the water, and things are probably going to heat up next time if they decide to dive into the Platinum Mines. So join us for that, see what happens with all of them, and the drow, and, and Commander Zarius, was the, the sex with his wife? How was it? Who knows? Find out. 
Follow us on Instagram at underscore here for the roles where you can see photos of each of our sessions. You can see uh, all of our miniatures and the players and sort of how we set everything up. There's a lot of really cool behind the scenes stuff on our Instagram, guys. So give that a follow. Also, with five-star reviews, it's so, so important for us to get those to stand out in the crowd. So if you're a fan of the show, please let us know by leaving a five-star review. If you do, you can get a a shout-out by the character of your choice. Just make sure you leave what character you want in the review, and we will make sure to do that. And then also, if you leave a five-star review, uh, that counts as an entry ticket for our giveaway. And our giveaway right now is a HeroForge.com voucher to design your own custom miniature they are so amazing franny has one little brisket has one elizabeth has one they just uh there's nothing like hero forge we we're obsessed and we love them so much so yeah guys uh get those reviews in and you could win also on our patreon we have lots of cool stuff access to bonus episodes uh like the pc spotlights where we interview each character give them buzzfeed quizzes there's one for every character also there's a building a session with me the dm jake i can show you how to build a session from the ground up or at least how i do it and then there's custom art by tianka who plays franny uh she can do a custom a custom art piece on 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 your character or your campaign or whatever you want and you can also be an npc in our campaign Lots of cool rewards, guys, so check out our Patreon on there. We really appreciate the support, and we want to keep this podcast going, and we want it to be one of the best ones. Uh, If you want to email us or get in touch with us in any way, you can uh, email us at herefortheroles at gmail.com. Thanks again so much for listening, everybody. We will be back soon, and in the meantime, try not to crawl into any dangerous platinum mines. We'll see you.